You're listening to Heather Solves Everything, a show about discovering strengths and solving problems. So what are we waiting for? Let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode of Heather Solves Everything. This is the show where I take credit for solving your problems by introducing you to people with good ideas. My name is Heather. And in addition to being the host of your show, I'm your friend in the health and wellness business. It seems like everybody is a coach these days, right? Well, guess what? I am too. I'm a national board certified health and well-being coach. And that means that it is my job and favorite thing to make sure that everybody who wants to be connected with the areas of their health that allow them to live in balance are able to do it. And I created this show as a way for people like me, high achieving, perfectionist, high energy, wanting to go out there and do everything kind of folks have a place to learn how we can slow our roll and live in balance so that we can do the things that are actually the most important. So I'm glad that you're here. And this episode is a conversation with Alex. If you have been listening to the program, then you know that my friend Alex has been spending this whole year working on greater balance in her life and sharing that experience in semi-monthly episodes on the program. So I am happy to welcome back Alex. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. All right. So are you ready to solve everything? I'm ready. All right. Let's get into it. Okay, so I said that you are here for semi-monthly episodes, and um, the reason why I used the word semi is because it's been two months since we last talked. Yeah, about that. <laughs> and, you sh- and, and you know what? I think that is a, a kind of a signal of where we are right now. So it's the beginning of August. We're coming out of summer break, going into the school year. And the last time that we talked, the episode was called Prioritizing Summer Self-Care. And the fact that it's been two months since we've touched base on that makes me wonder, how's your self-care been this summer? (laughs) Well, you know, you've been sitting on my shoulder, so I've been thinking about it, Um, but it's been pretty good. Definitely did not turn out the way I thought it would. (laughs) You know, funny how that happens. What did you want to do this summer for yourself? And just for for first-time listeners, we're talking in the context of mom of two little kids, also a small business owner working from home and juggling all of the balls and trying to be a person at the same time and in a marriage and have a social life and all of that. Yeah, (laughs) it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, So I thought that my self-care this summer was going to be uh, strength training and, um, I mean, that was the main goal for myself. And then the other goals being, you know, spend time with family, be present, remember, you know, create memories that you're going to remember. So most of that happened. (laughs) The strength training part did not happen. And I know that that was a lot of the self-care part that um, or self-care goal I had for the summer. Um, 
But honestly, I just realized with everything going on in summer, it was going to wear me out. And I wanted to actually be able to enjoy summer and not be exhausted the entire time. So I gave up the strength training goal and replaced it with just moving my body in some way this summer, um, which looked a lot of different ways throughout the summer, depending on what we were doing. You know, if we were by a pool, then it was swimming. If we were at the beach, then it was going in the ocean. If it was, you know, at home with the kids, we were going on a walk or, you know, just making sure I was moving my body and that alone was all my body could handle. So I'm glad that I refrained from pushing myself because the whole point this summer was making memories. And had I followed both of those goals, they just would have conflicted each other. So when push came to shove, you opted for being present and really honoring the the kind of the, the bigger theme of the year, which right. is family and being present with your kids and making memories in a fun way. And so you chose to put the strength training on the back burner and instead focus on just being in movement wherever you are. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious, did that feel like self-care to you? It did. Um I would say in different ways, probably like I definitely didn't feel the, you know, um, you just, you can't recreate a workout. (laughs) Like you're not going to feel that way if you don't work out. Um, so there's that, like, I didn't feel like how I feel after a run or anything that's strenuous like that, but it felt like self-care in the sense of, I knew my body needed rest. And so I needed to, slow myself down, even though I would have rather been running and doing all the things and make myself just be okay with what I was able to accomplish. And sometimes that was even like, you know, dancing in the kitchen with my kids or even by myself, (laughs) but it just like, it was, um, enjoyable, but not, you know, it's just different. Yeah. Well, it is different. And that's why I asked the question. I could see how, in some scenarios, a reflection back on, I'd made the choice when push came to shove and I had to choose one, I made the choice of being present with my family and put this other thing to the side. And that meant I put myself to the side so that I could give more of myself to my family. And for some people that might feel like the opposite of self-care. It might feel like, well, here I go again, putting this thing to the side so that I can be here, you know, be here with family. And the reason why I wanted to mention that is because both of those are legitimate. Self-care is something that we define for ourselves. And we're the only ones who can decide what feels good to us. So where one person may like you say, you know, being present with my family feels good to me. I'm having fun. This is where I want to be. And this time is precious and I'm connecting. So yes, I want this. It's not the same as a run, but it's also (laughs) something I want. And somebody else could easily say, 
I get that and I love that and I like it too, but I need to go for a workout or I need to go grocery shop by myself or I need to go do whatever. Yeah. So I just want to, I just want to name that both of those are legit. It's helpful to just pay attention to, is this really self-care? And in addition to that, like when you're looking at the options, like, are you checking all the boxes with each option? Because I, I have done both of those things, but in some instances I've given up one, I've given up my self-care completely for my family. And that's when it's not healthy. And I think it's knowing the difference between that and yeah you just have to figure that out, you know, like what your priorities are and what makes you happy. And then once you figure that out, it makes it really easy to prioritize the rest of the stuff. Um, And a lot of that comes from paying attention to how you feel with your choice. And do I notice resentment? Do I notice um, a feeling of frustration? Do I notice a feeling of um, resignation or do I feel content? Do I feel happy? Do I feel, um, you know, like I'm connected? Because how you feel in the moment is a good indication for whether or not that activity is something that could count as self-care. Right. And that's so like, if I was giving up a run just to do laundry because laundry needed to be done, I would be pretty upset about that. <laughs> right. But if I'm giving up my run to like go walk around Lake Ella with my family and get a snow cone, like that's okay too. As long as I'm moving my body, I'm executing the, you know, actions that I need to do to keep my body healthy while still meeting my goals and, you know, awesome being in the moment. (laughs) So you, you're not going to be entering any bodybuilding competitions soon, but not myself, my husband might be. But you had a, it sounds like you had a, a fun summer that was connected with family. And I, is it safe to say that you did prioritize self-care this summer? Oh yeah. Yeah. I've definitely worked on that and, and figured out that it could look like many different things, even for myself. You know, we compare our self-care to other people's self-care, but we forget that our self-care can look like a bunch of different things, just depending on what we need that day, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Any big aha moments this summer for you? Um, well, one thing, um, before we move on to that, uh, about the family connection, Mm -hmm. one of the reasons that, um, I had to put myself aside a little bit was because I was the matron of honor for my sister's wedding. Oh, (laughs) My sister got married. So that was definitely a top priority of the summer as well of making sure that everything was prepared for that. So she'd have a really awesome day. So it, it, I really did want summer to, I wanted this summer to encapsulate family. And I think that, I think that we've executed that pretty well. I'm happy with it. That fits right in line with the big picture that you have for yourself, making memories, being present in the moments that really matter. So mm-hmm. awesome. Okay. Okay. Aha moment. What, what did you realize if anything that you wouldn't have seen otherwise this summer? Well, um, 
we've talked a lot about seeking answers and, you know, listening a lot, like paying attention to what's going on around you, listening to your body, listening to other people around you. Um, I've just really been trying to soak it all in. And then I had this realization part partially because I, I was like in the action of doing it. And I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> in the middle of it. This is crazy. And so like I had woken up in the morning. And so for those who don't know, um, I have POTS, P-O-T-S. Um, and then I take a daily antidepressant for anxious depression. And so when I wake up sometimes, like my neck hurts, it's a POTS thing. Um, and like I, I have this relief stick. It's a CBD, like menthol relief stick and rub that all over. And then I take my pill in the morning, first thing in the morning when I wake up, like it's these, um, you know, daily habits that I've created mm-hmm. for myself to make sure that those things are happening. Um, and then I was looking at it and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so funny. I'm taking, you know, a pill that was, you know, made synthetically by science. And then I'm right. also rubbing the CBD relief stick on my sore muscles. And like the combination of them is perfect. You know, it's just what I need. And it was like, see, you know, nature and science can work together. And it was, it was just a really nice realization to have. Oh, I really like that. (laughs) Sometimes we put ourselves in these little boxes of like, you know, I do this, I do this, I do this and forget that we can combine modalities. And I really like that, that idea of I'm taking a little bit from the, you know, pharmacotherapy, you know, pharmaceutical, you know, side of things. And then with the holistic and, you know, natural medicine side of things and the combination is exactly what you need. Yeah, and that's something that I've I've started to pay attention to more is the all or nothing thinking. Um we often we don't always cuz that's all or nothing, but we often <laughs> think that it's one way or the other. It's black and white, it's this or that and it does not have to be like you can find that in between that works for you and that was that was my main realization that like I had I had done it, you know, I had found my, my perfect concoction that was working for me. And, um, so that was just a really nice realization, all that self-care just coming together. (laughs) What do you think helped you to be able to see that? Can you think of any trait that you have that helped you be able to see that connection? I'm very persistent (laughs) and determined. So I, when, so I started with the all or nothing mindset of, you know, I just need to go to therapy. So I'm going to go to therapy, see if that works. If it doesn't, I'll try something else. Like one thing at a time to really determine what's making a difference here. Um, so started that it was helpful, but still didn't feel a hundred percent. So then, you know, get the diagnosis, which happened a few months later, that still wasn't, you know, we still weren't at 100%. So add the medication. And, you know, it's just like, as we kept adding the layers, I kept feeling more like myself. And that's when I realized I just had to keep working at it one step at a time. And eventually I found out all the things that I needed to do to feel better. But had I not been persistent, I may have stopped after, you know, step one or step two, and I would have never reached where I am today. So yay, I'm happy for you. Yeah. It's been good. 
And I like sharing because it helps me process it and it helps other people understand not only what I'm going through, but just that we're all going through our own things <laughs> and we just never know what other mm-hmm. people are, you know, facing in their, their daily life. I really appreciate that about you because I think others can see themselves in, in you and um, the fact that you are willing to share your experiences opens the door for somebody else to get the help that they might need or to be able to be the help that somebody else needs. Right. And I've met so many people in my sharing that I would have never known. They wouldn't have shared if I hadn't initiated. And so that's been a nice way to make connections and feel like, you know, yeah, I'm not the only person going through this. (laughs) I would add bravery to your list of character traits. Ah, thanks. (laughs) So now summer is coming to an end on the calendar. (laughs) Crazy. Yes, it is. It went by fast, but it was a lot of fun. And now it is time to start transitioning back into our school schedules. And that can be a tricky time for a lot of families. You know, once we get used to summertime, it's time to shift gears and go back into what either worked well in the past or try something new. Yep. (laughs) Which category are you in? Are you going back to what worked in the past or trying something new or something in the middle? Yeah, I'm doing an in the middle because we have some things that we've figured out lately that are working well. Um, We also have some things that we'd like to work on. So I think we're going to go we're going to use our, you know, foundational knowledge from last year. To kind of set that outline and then leave the wiggle room for for the day-to-day stuff. Um, we still only have the one family car. So, you know, we have to figure out um, the car schedule and who's driving who, when, and all of that stuff. Um, but I'm not worried about that right now, actually. Um, normally, I'd probably be freaking out about not having a plan in like on August 3rd when my kids go back to school August 15th. <laughs> um I'd be a little worried about that, but now I'm, I'm actually very surprised. Like I know everything's going to be fine and it's so nice to just be able to be in the moment with my family. We have a week and a half left, um, but then we're going back to routine and I'm really excited about that. (laughs) So it's like a bittersweet, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm okay with summer being over almost, but um, yeah, it's bittersweet. There's a combination of things that you just said that are key things that I want to pull out and and hold up. One of them is that that you've learned from last semester, from the spring of school, like what went well for us, what worked out, what was a good idea and what worked well. And so you have that foundational knowledge. And so for parents who are thinking about, oh gosh, here we go, kind of get back into the routine. Before we just kind of copy paste, pause for a moment and ask, what went well last time? What was going well for us? And let's keep that part. And then, you know, you you reflected that. You know, there are some other opportunities that you've identified and you know, there's a, a point where you can ask what, uh, what else would we like here? Mm-hmm. And that's, 
that's the same kind of questioning that I like to stay in when it comes to um, reflecting on previous experiences. What's going well and what do we want to bring in more of? Not necessarily putting a lot of emphasis on what didn't go well, because that speaks for itself and doesn't need a lot of attention unless it was completely catastrophic and needs attention. Yeah. But in the, in most cases, we can look back to what was going well last time. Okay. Let's get all, let's collect all of that. What else would we like here? Mm-hmm. And so I'll ask you, what, what went well for you guys last semester that you definitely want to keep in the mix this time? Um, we started doing like particular, well, for the car, that's the big thing for us. Cause we only have one family car. Um, most of the things that we do are around our house, but nothing is walkable. Um, so we decided to come up with a, a driving schedule that was consistent and that worked really well because then we knew every Tuesday, my husband was going to have the car. I knew not to count on it that day or whatever it was, you know, um, so that worked really well and that we're definitely keeping. Okay. What more would you like? Uh, more dinners at home. Okay. <laughs> we uh, just, I just didn't have time to plan meals or ha- didn't have the energy to cook. We talked about this in previous episodes. If anyone wants to go listen to that. <laughs> um, but yeah, cooking at home wasn't happening really. And I would like to improve that. And um, I think part of that just comes down to, like making plans to stay at home, <laughs> um, you know, and building in the time to do the grocery shopping and do all the things that need to happen if you want to cook dinner at home. So. And if you wanted to look forward into the next few months, let's say around mid-November, you know, before we start getting into the holidays, which is another transitional time. Mm-hmm. What would you like to be celebrating mid-November that that you've implemented into your life? Hmm. I think I would like to continue working on my strength training journey. And I was speaking with my husband about that and I got so worn out the way that we were doing it before. And I was like, I think we just need to take it down a notch. <laughs> he can be a little extreme sometimes, you know, he is a power a, lifter. He's a competitive power lifter. Um, and even he thought he was taking it easy on me because he looked at, at other people's plans thinking he was, you know, about in my range, but just because of my body's specific specificities, um, it was just too much. So I think we're just going to, you know, lower our standards a little bit <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, keep that as a top priority. And then I'm also, you know, continuing to build my business. So um, just seeing how I can do that without losing the in the moment family time, because oftentimes when we think about building a business, we think about parents not being there, right? Because they're building their business and I, I want to build my business and be there. So. Okay. So when you're thinking about the, the longer short term, <laughs> right? Like, like just a couple of months, you want to be able to reflect back that you've gotten strength training into the mix. It's a consistent thing that's happening and you're enjoying that process. 
and that you've had growth in your business, you feel organized, you feel efficient, you feel energized, and you're enjoying that work. Yeah, that sounds great. Excellent. Okay. So now let's go to the shorter short term, like the next couple of weeks. Yikes. <laughs> I know. It's it's here. It's here. It's time to like get the backpacks out and get the lunch boxes out. And if you're like me, make sure there isn't leftover food from May. In I the can't even boxes. imagine my children when they get home, maybe I'm crazy, but when they get home, they have to take their shoes off and put it on the rack. And then they have to empty their backpack, which means taking their lunchbox to the kitchen and emptying it. And so that happens like the moment that they walk in the door. <laughs> that happens on a daily during the school year. Okay, but you're but talking about gets last to day. The last day yeah. of school, that's like fling off the backpack <laughs> as you're running up the steps <laughs> to the house, not to be seen until August. Oh. And, you know, I will come across it at some point during the summer and yeah. realize, oh, I probably was supposed to open this. <laughs> yeah. I actually have. Um, the lunch boxes from last year sitting right behind me. I'm going to fill them up with school supplies and put them in the local help shelf. Oh, you're so awesome. <laughs> Cause we get new ones every year um, mm-hmm. for the kids. I mean, they're, they're used, um, but they're still functional. And so I'll stuff them with some, some school supplies and put them in the help shelf. That's a great idea. Yeah. So for the super short term, in the next couple of weeks, what's front and center for you right now in the category of getting organized with transportation and other things for school, like the family logistics stuff? What's front and center needs to happen? Right. Um, figuring out the child care car situation. Um, so that's top on the list. For okay. sure. That always has to be at the top of our list because we have yeah. to be able to get to where we <laughs> where we need to go. So um so yeah, figuring that out. Um also figuring out uh extracurricular activities, what days are gonna be after school, what days are, you know, after school activities that I need to bring him to and not schedule meetings in the afternoon for. Um so yeah, it's really just figuring out everybody's schedule so that I can then figure out my schedule because I don't plan my schedule until everybody else is is planned because I'm mm-hmm. the one who needs to be flexible. So I kind of needed everybody else to figure out their stuff before I say, all right, this is going to be my thing. <laughs> That's on my list front and center for right now also. And one thing that I learned from last school year that I'm bringing forward and amplifying is I bought one of those um, school year um, calendars. It's just for the school year. It goes from August until May or whatever. And um, it's meant to be like a class organizer, assignment organizer. Yeah. But what we use it for is on Sunday evenings, we have dinner and we go through the week ahead. And we go through who's dropping off, who's picking up, who has what after school, what ha- who has something due. And we did that through the school year last year, and it helped us to stay organized. And an added benefit that I didn't anticipate, but I really appreciated, is that now I can go back and see what worked well. Yeah. 
and use that for this year's planning. So I bought a new one for this year. We're going to start it again. But this year, I am also going to do a little bit of um, note keeping throughout at the end of the week of what went well, you know, what, what worked well here that I want to remember for next year so that we can continue to refine that process. I like that. I do something similar, but um, I do it more in a journaling aspect than a like analytical, you know, seeing what went well and what didn't. I'll, I use like a paper planner and then I always keep them just to remember like what happened on this day of this year. Mm-hmm. That's fun too. <laughs> Yeah, but I I do like that. And I like the fact that you do the family meeting. I think that's, um, we do something similar for the car schedule of talking it out on Sunday, but we only do it with me and my husband. And I think that's a really good idea to sit down with the kids. Um, so they know who's picking them up and cause sometimes, you know, it's, they don't know. It just depends on who gets there. <laughs> there was an a, a extra bonus benefit of that that I didn't plan for, but the kids gained a greater appreciation for the amount of work that goes into getting them places mm-hmm. and getting them to the places that they want to be. And that, you know, mom's taxi is not available. Like I'm not an Uber. And so being able to have that family time to everybody, you know, planning together helped to create empathy for each other and an appreciation for what's going on in the bigger picture of the family, not just one individual person. Absolutely. And we try to do that as much as possible because I have figured out that that is really the key at getting them to understand, you know, the things that are really important to you is just explaining it to them. Um, And then once they understand it, they're so much more willing to cooperate not that they you know are against you but it's just we all are more likely to do something if we understand it awareness leaves to change yeah and that's actually one of the in the moment things that has happened is as I've been in the moment I've invited them to come do things with me and I maybe not I wouldn't maybe wouldn't have done that before just because I would have been rushing to get it done but um have just seen the opportunity. Hey, do you want to come, you know, do this with me? And it's been really nice to just teach them something, but also have that, you know, connection in the middle of the day when you weren't planning on having that. That's Mm -hmm. the best. Yeah. Okay. So putting together the family calendar um, is, is front and center for right now. What about front and center for you personally? Yeah, I think I need to figure out what that strength training is going to look like. I need to find something that that jives with my body. <laughs> I actually tried doing uh, silks. Uh, that was what we did for the bachelorette party for my sister's wedding. Um, like the silk uh, aerobics where you're like in the air. Um, oh, not, yeah. not high up in the air, but you're like doing tricks on the silk that's hanging from the ceiling. Um, and that was super fun. And we have that here in Tallahassee. I looked it up and I was like, oh, that might actually be, I just need to find something that's a full body that I enjoy and isn't um, going to make me feel like I don't ever want to do it again. <laughs> yeah. That's important. <laughs> you know, I actually want to like enjoy doing it. Um, like I enjoy running, but it's just when it's hot, it's not a good sport for me. So so do you want to select a specific 
day by which you will have these two things done, the family calendar and making a plan for your strength training. That's probably a good idea. Okay. When feels reasonable to you? Um. Well, the family calendar has to happen before school starts. So I think yeah. it's most reasonable to put that, you know, a couple of days before school starts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also think it's not reasonable for me to figure out the other stuff until that one is done. <laughs> so then the other one needs to come after that, maybe a week when I've gotten the kids in school and had time to figure out what I'm going to do. Is it fair to say that by the 20th of August, you will have that strength training plan created? Yeah. I think at least by then I'll figure out what I'm going to do. Um, but I'm taking this as an opportunity to um, like get that, um, what do you call that? Like not the spark, but you know, when you're a kid and you wanted to like try something new and you're like, I want to play the trumpet or whatever it was like. That's how I feel right now. Like, what do I want to do? What am I going to do? So that's a fun time. Yeah. Okay. I have one more question for you. Mm -hmm. We are eight months into the year and we are going into the last kind of section of the year. One word, one word to describe how your year has been so far. So far up until this point? Yes. Hmm. Family. Oh, (laughs) that was like a no brainer. It's definitely been family for sure. That makes me so happy because that's what you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. We did it. We did it. Okay. So you're going to come back in a month and we're going to check in and see how things are going. Yes. Thank you so much for sharing this journey with us. Thanks for having me. I love doing it. All right, guys, we did it. We solved another problem with the help of our friend, Alex. We are getting organized and ready for the school year. And I hope that you are able to take some of the the bits of our conversation today and see the moments where you can infuse those into your routine. And if you've got a great idea that we need to know about, go on over to Heather Solves Everything on Instagram or Facebook and drop me a message, leave a comment and let us know because we want to share it with everybody. You can be a problem solver too. As always, please come and see me on Instagram and Facebook. And of course, if you've got a problem to solve, go to heathersolveseverything.com and click on Solve My Problems and we will get it done together. I'm Coach Healthy Heather and I am always here to help you solve everything. To connect with Heather and find out more about today's show, just look for Heather Solves Everything on Facebook and Instagram. With a little help from your friends, you can solve everything too.